You're listening to the podcast version of Spark TV, a monthly drop of interviews where we have a wine with the world's most inspirational female founders. I'm your host, Danielle Lewis, the CEO and co-founder of Scrunch, a global influencer marketing community, as well as the founder of Spark Founders Program, a global membership for female founders who are ready to grow their business. Our vision for Spark TV is to share founder stories so you might garner inspiration and pick up strategies to shortcut your own success. Before we start, I do have a special request. Press pause and go and get yourself a glass of vino. We've both got one and we want to share it with you. Got it? Amazing. Remember, you can also watch these episodes on our YouTube channel, Spark Founders Program, or you can follow our Instagram account at Spark Founders Program for daily business tips. Now sit back, enjoy the vino, and let's bring a little spark to your business. Sky, thank you so much for being here on Spark TV. We made it. I'm very excited. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course, we have known each other for so long. Um, I don't even know how we first connected decades ago. But, but, you know, so, so, so. We do it all meant to be. It's just yeah, the universe. Exactly. Just and we even had a had a drink in New York one year in 2015, I think it was. Oh my God, that's right. That is so yeah, funny. Yeah. I forgot about that. Oh my yeah. God, we really do cross paths. Yes, randomly, randomly. But it's great. I love it. Yeah, it is so good. It is so good. Obviously, just brilliant people just connecting. I love it. I love it. So let's start with telling everybody what it is you actually do. What is your business? So my business is, well, I have honestly a few little businesses, but my main business is uh, an online e-commerce business uh, focused on uh, women, I guess. It's called Ruby Olive Jewelry and Accessories. So we uh, sell and produce and support artists and do lots of different things under that umbrella. But essentially we have an online brand, which is all about living your vibrant life, living um, colourfully and inspiring people to be essentially you, uniquely you, I should say, not essentially you, you, uniquely you. So it's really empowering people to be who they are, not being afraid of, um, you know, being their true self. And if you want to wear the colour, wear the colour. If you don't want to wear the color that's totally all right as well <laughs> I'm like I really picked the wrong day yeah. to wear a black oh, okay. t-shirt to a podcast recording <laughs> because it's not about trying to change people it's really all about inspiring people to feel comfortable in their own skin to feel comfortable uh, about who they are and celebrating everyone's uniquenesses and that's what we love to do with our products so a lot of our products are we have products that I design uh, but there's also products which are you know stock standard product like a lanyard or a um, Mm. puzzle but we'll we'll celebrate Australian female artists and we'll put their artwork on those um, items but we might make those items a little bit special like the lanyards we put them in a cute little box and we put um, you know life quotes in them so when someone receives it as a gift it makes them feel really special we try to have little details just have that little point of difference that makes people feel a little bit more um you know, uh, excited or um, special or it just puts a smile on their face, which is essentially what we're trying to do. We're trying to make people feel happy and feel good. 
So I love that. That's perfect. I think we need a little bit of that in our lives, don't <laughs> yes, we? we do. I agree, especially at the moment where everyone's feeling all doom and gloom. But yes, um, mm. just uh, yeah. Obviously, there's all that stuff around us which is not uh, um, you know, there's crap that happens. Mm. But uh, you know, a lot of the time we do need to think about some positives. And you know, you said before. Um, when we were talking before you press live about, you know, it's what you make of it. You've really got to just uh, change that attitude and just sort of think, okay, yes, this is shit or this, this is not, uh, this is not how I expect. Ideal. Yeah. (laughs) But Mm. where's the silver lining? What can we do? Um, Can we put a necklace on that's going to make us feel a little bit happier? Can we, um, you know, wear a lanyard that'll just make people around me feel happy and vibrant? glasses chains can I wear a neon glass chain which is just ridiculous but it's actually so fabulous at the same time so it is so fabulous I've just got into glasses chains because oh I leave my glasses everywhere so I've just got yeah. into I'm like I'm bringing them back they're amazing into <laughs> back and we have neon chains and they're really um like heavy and chunky and they're so so, cool. so awesome love them oh my god that is amazing I love it it's such a great philosophy and so cool because you know, there's purpose, right? It's, you know, you obviously the first thing you say when you intro is, you know, jewelry, accessories, e-commerce, but it's actually the purpose behind it, which is beautiful. Yeah. And we always say it's not about the product. Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of our vehicle, I guess. The product is the vehicle um, that can hopefully make someone's life feel a little bit more vibrant or a little bit happier. <laughs> something a bit more fresh exactly so yeah it's not about the product although exactly. we're really proud about our products and we love our products but exactly exactly they are gorgeous so yes that makes sense yeah so and you mentioned you design some of the range as well so what's your background how did this all actually begin was there a career were there other businesses what is the go well I have always designed and developed products I don't my background is in marketing, so I don't have ah, cool. uh, like I did that at university, a business at university. Although when I was at university, I was hoping I'd learn about how to build a business, but mm. you don't learn that. It's more management. No, I don't find you learn anything practical at no, no. university. <laughs> it's just let's be honest. Yeah. Um, and hanging out and, and having friends. And exactly. have fun. But no, when I was at university or before I was at university, when I finished school, actually, probably around the same time I started uni, I started my own little business selling jewellery. So I went to the Valley Markets, which is, I think it's still around in Brisbane, wow. with my handmade beads and my painted bags. And I think I was 18 and I set up a stall 4.30 in the morning and started selling my stuff. And uh, one thing led to another and I got in a couple of little stores in the valley or in, in areas around Brisbane, which was really, really cute. But I was making absolutely everything, everything. Wow. Yep. And I found it quite stressful. I was 18, 19. Mm. And I did that for a couple of years. I had other jobs as well. I don't think I really made much money from it, but I just did mm. it as a labour of love. Mm. And then um, raised enough money to uh, get a flight to London. And I wow. thought, I love this business and I love making stuff and I love my jewellery, but I really need some experience. I really need to learn how to business and I need to learn this industry. So I thought, oh, look, let, let's go to London and I'm going to, in one year, I'm going <laughs> to become an expert. <laughs> an expert, exactly. So I thought, I'm just going to get my worldly experience in London and blah, blah, blah. You know, so naive, absolutely naive. So by the, 
so when I was sort of 21, I think I was about 21, um, I moved to the UK uh, with my now husband, but he was just my, my boyfriend at the time. We moved to the UK for one year. I couldn't get a job. Oh, my God. Six months, I was like so depressed. My husband got a job straight away. <laughs> but I was just That'd kind of bloody right. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, and he's probably didn't want to go in the first place. But anyway, we, to cut a long story short, it took me a very, very long time to get a job in London. And I eventually got a job just in marketing, in sales, uh, mm. funnily enough, um, working for um, a TNT magazine, actually, which was oh, wow. a magazine for all of you that uh, your listeners, if they've been to London, that know uh, the news and travel um that you know you, you, back in the day when they didn't have the internet uh, where you get your jobs and you get your accommodation in the magazine so I used to sell all those little ad spaces and so that gave me quite a bit of experience and yeah we, I was there for nearly two years and then we wow. realized in the UK I had no no experience in what I went to do like it was frustrating <laughs> best laid um, plans yes yeah, I know mm. right but we were loving uh living overseas we were loving London we were loving travel and so we worked out that we could stay um on a like a family visa that my husband my partner had um his grandmother we realized didn't even realize back then until after his grandmother was born in England oh my god in 1902 oh my gosh so we went through the process and um were able to stay there a little longer and that's where I was like right I'm giving it my all and I ended up getting a job in the fashion industry working for free for like a week got my foot there and from then for the next uh probably seven years or so I worked my way up to become a uh accessories buyer for a high street retailer so that's kind of where my uh, career kind of I was in London for almost a decade. And mm. um, so that's where I learned a lot of the stuff about product development, de- designing, buying um, for large retailers. So through that time, I met a lot of uh, suppliers. I met a lot of people. Yes. Um, I used to travel a lot, which was, oh my gosh, I don't think I ever took it for granted, but I probably did take it for granted. Just like going to Paris for the weekend. Oh or, my God. Sounds like a tough yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> going to India all the time. I'm going to China. Wow. It was so much travel and all mm. of work. It was amazing. Mm. So um, I really felt very um, grateful that I had that experience. So that was amazing. So, yes, um, you know, fast forward, having a great time over there. And then 2010, um, my husband and I decided, you know what, we've been in London long enough. I think my mum had been pining for me to come back oh, for yes. quite a long time. So um, we came back and that's when we sort of thought, you know, I really want to get married, start a family and do those sort of things, which, yeah, we came back um, after traveling for three months around Africa, Morocco, um, when I say Morocco, I mean, yeah, the whole of Africa, including Morocco. We went to Scotland. We went to Eastern Europe. We went to India. Went to all these places for like three, four months. Came back in the May. And in the back of my head, I was always like, I'm going to start my business again. I'm going to start my business again. I've got the experience now. I've got the experience now. So, yeah, got back in the May uh, while I was traveling, was thinking about you know, what I wanted to start, business I wanted to start. You know, I was sketching in a book, you know, business ideas and stuff yes. like that. under the, the Serengeti sky. It was actually. Oh, my God. Like, just, you know, yeah, pinnacle of inspiration. Yeah. Like it was actually quite um, mind-blowing to think about, you know, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And then um, 
Yeah, I came back July. I registered the business name, Ruby Olive. Um, I went and visited suppliers um, that same month. Uh, I started getting samples in a couple of months later. And then um, October, I got married. Um, we renovated a house during that time. And I think I was pregnant by December. Oh, so, my God. Oh, wait, 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 wait to do it all at once. Honestly, <laughs> and then it hasn't stopped. <laughs> so from 2010 to like 2022, the last oh. 12 years, I haven't stopped. And it's been amazing. Like, honestly, I haven't, um, I haven't, I haven't wanted to change a thing. So it's been great. So, oh, my God. Yeah. That is absolutely incredible. <laughs> and so that's, that's kind of the story. And then Ruby Olive began and, and, yeah, is that's a whole nother roller coaster. Well, and look, that is that's the roller coaster we're here to discuss. So, you know, reveal all. No. Oh, look. Ah. Well, what's and so a quite well, a question I have, because yeah. you have been in business for so long, let's talk about that roller coaster. So have there been times over the last 12 years where you have questioned why you even started a business in the first place? <laughs> Or, you know, or come across challenges where you thought, wow, really, you know, whilst I went out and I got all of this experience working for somebody else, when it came to, you know, a situation in my business, it's completely different. I had to learn new skills and new challenges along the way. Yeah, look, I don't think anyone can actually prepare you for actually starting your own business. As Mm. much experience as you have out in the real world, the like the positives and the negatives. Mm. I think you can, you you can't, you can't even like understand and comp- contemplate mm. what involved. Yeah, the there is no world. course that There's can answer no all your course. questions. I mean, there there are there are yeah. everyone's different as well. Like everyone's yeah. different, everyone's experience and everyone's you know everyone's yeah. coming into starting a business with uh, different experiences as well and mm. different knowledge. So that um, look that was that's really interesting um but I guess your question on was there a time where I was like why am I am I you know do I want to do this or whatever I have never ever even the lowest of low I've never ever thought uh why am I doing this because I have always 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 wanted to do this and Mm -hmm. never ever have I just thought it'd be easier to work for someone else. And I probably said that it'd be easier and it would be easier, but mm. I have never, ever, ever, honestly, hand on heart, ever wanted to do that. That is so good. And I, and, but I love that you kind of precursed it with even on the lowest, in the lowest of moments, because that's it, right? Like it's not all unicorns and rainbows it, every day. It's pretty much the opposite. Like, yeah. <laughs> Are so many days. The unicorns and the rainbows are few. And yeah. you shouldn't say that. There, there are, you know, like we said before, it's what you make of it. But mm-hmm. the lows are actually more often than the highs in terms yeah. of the roller coaster. But yeah. I actually don't mind the lows because they they add to the drive and they add to the excitement mm. and they add to, you know, the pressure and the and that's where the growth happens, I think, as well. Like, you know, it's not yeah. until you you butt your head up against a brick wall that you kind of figure out how to get through, smash through it, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, a perfect example to this um, about, oh, like I, I started the business 2010. It was going really, really well. Um, I went and got into about 200, 150, 200 stores really quickly. The model was mainly on wholesale. I didn't really have an online presence as much. Mm. I mean, a little bit, but not really much. There were weeks where I didn't get an order online for sure. Mm. 
And so um, there was a point where the whole style started to drop and I had to sort of make a decision of do I focus on consumer and try to grow that or do mm. I spend a lot of energy on wholesale and I could really see that both of these areas were really struggling mm. and there was a point probably about two or three years where there was like money that I was putting into the business left right and center actually it wasn't it was my husband's money well I shouldn't mm. say not my husband's money our money but family money family yep. money but he like he was working mm. a my business basically to keep my yeah. business afloat and had I not had a partner mm. to, to be supportive in that role I yeah. I wouldn't like it that it that's the reality I wouldn't have had a business mm. so I'm really grateful for that but there was a point where he said Sky because like he believed in me yes but he said if you can't turn this business around by May next year and this is one of one I can't remember the exact year so yeah. it was about five months away you need to shut it down. Wow. Yeah. Because this is not healthy. It is not uh, like the stress levels, the, you know, mm. you're hemorrhaging money, hemorrhaging money. And we had two little babies at the time, two wow. little kids, no money, and really, really, really tough stuff. Yeah. And to hear that, was like a dagger in my heart, you know, this yeah. baby that I've nurtured and nurtured and nurtured. And I don't know what it was, but it, uh, you know, I thought I had a bit of a rocket up my butt, but that obviously gave the fuel to the fire. Yeah, that and, lit the match, yeah. Wow. And uh, the way he said it so like sternly, and mm. I was like, there is no bloody way I yeah. am closing this business. There's no plan B, no plan B. I have to make this work. And yeah, so I just I just scurried and scurried and scurried. And like I remember when my my son was started prep I couldn't even afford school shoes for him wow so I'm going to big w and kmart and I'm trying to work out what would be the cheapest school shoes yeah wow and they're like a 12 dollar one or an 8 dollar one it's like that to me is like I can't even believe that I you know but that's the reality that that's is huge though reality. right yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's so important to talk about as well, because especially now where all you see is everyone's pseudo business oh. success online and yep. we, don't, we don't talk about these situations, right? Where, yeah, your partner is saying, what the f- are you doing? Yep. <laughs> or you're in a position where you do have to go, well, what am I going to do here? Like which shoe is the cheapest? Yeah. Um, that is a real reality of business at some points. Yeah, oh, completely. But then, like you say, the, everyone's got this, um, you know, Insta. Oh, Insta- I, their life, yeah. I, but I couldn't actually share that information on Insta. Oh, absolutely not, yeah. You know, you've got this brand and mm-hmm. you, so you've got to keep, um, you know, keep. You've got to keep up the front. Front, exactly. Yeah. But you know, behind it, I was really, really struggling and really kind of, you know, working out emotionally. Mm. Am I make this through you know deep down I'm like of course I'm going to bloody make this through you know I've got to make this through because like yes. no plan b and thankfully I did make it through and we did um you know have a really really good couple of years and it's been you know it's been amazing and wonderful mm. we did pivot we did change and our model changed and our model keeps changing um but I guess you know it's all about continuing to evolve and change and mm. 
shit gets thrown at you and you just got involved COVID and oh well that's, that's what I was gonna say it's like it's never going. ending is it like we have financial crisis COVID this that like if it's not yeah like the model of your business so and look we all try things right like I don't know how many times we've pivoted scrunches <laughs> stopped counting now but yeah. you have to, you know, until you kind of get it right and then all of a sudden something will change and it'll be wrong and you have to try it again, you know? 100%. 100%. So, yes, lots of pivoting. Um, but, yeah, we, we thankfully have come out the other side and we've had a really, really good um, level of growth and I'm, I'm really proud of what we've achieved, which is great. I love that so much. Were there any, so as you did pivot, how did you make those decisions? Were there any like obvious strategies that you tried that helped the growth or helped make the right decision? I am a quick decision maker, number one. Good. I'm a quick decision maker and I'm also a decision maker that relies on instinct. Mm. So I. Like those two things are two things that I think is a skill that I've developed over time. Yeah. Because I sometimes think you can overthink things. Yes. Obviously, you do need to have a really clear pros, cons. You need to sort of really think about um, the worst case scenario versus best case scenario, but really look at that worst case scenario. Yes, of course, you need to look at those things to see whether, you know, the pivot is where you need to go. Yeah. Um, But I think... Once you've done that, I I am able to do that really quickly. Yeah, and I'm able to make a decision when I make a decision. I go, okay, let's go. Mm. I, I don't sit on things too long. I mm. just make decisions, which I think is. Um, and you've got to commit. Like once you do make that decision, you have got to be all in on yeah. making, trying to make it work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect example was when I decided that I needed to focus on consumer. My consumer channel, my wholesale channel was dying yep. um, for a number of reasons. And mm. that online shopping sort of started to increase and become really popular. And I decided, okay, I need to focus on this. Yeah. So I went deep. Like I went deep on Facebook ads. I went deep on all these things. Like I learned it. I personally learned it. And that was and my I, question was, so was it you doing it all yeah. in the beginning? So I went and found coaches. I went and found every everyone that I could mm. on e-commerce. And so yeah. just having those um, uh, mastermind groups and coaches mm. and, and just surrounding myself in that world, like deep, um, just it almost gave me a bit of tunnel vision to focus on that area. And thankfully, and I, in my head, I was kind of like, well, I'll give it a year. Yeah. And if I can't see a little bit of growth after a year, then I'll rethink the, the plan. But mm. that was the plan. And thankfully that year did turn into the next year and the next year and the next year. And it was the right direction for me. But yeah it's a hard one I'm like is this is this the right direction for me I'm just gonna just try it and maybe just get hopefully a few little wins and just see a few little patterns Mm. and every time I had a win oh let's do more of that yeah if something didn't work okay well let's try this let's try this and it's totally testing and measuring and one of my coaches um back then used to be so big on testing and measuring he was like you can't, um, you know, you can't improve what you don't know. Yes. And if you don't test and measure, 
what's the point in doing it? You have to test it. You have to measure. You have to uh, learn from your mistakes and learn from your results. And you can't do that anecdotally. And you can't do that just from, you know, looking and you've got to actually look at the data. Yes. So what has worked well for you? So thinking about e-commerce marketing in the last, I don't know, three or four years, what are you seeing that's working really well? I think it's changed a lot since I started, most definitely. I mean, when mm. I started uh, quite a few years ago, Facebook ads and, you know, social ads was working. And I, I think we all know that that's um, not working as well as what it, it has. Mm. But you know, really the customer, realising the customer is really important and customer messaging is really important mm. and customer uh, journeys are really important. So every customer is different and having a really clear um uh, message in your email marketing. I mean, email marketing is uh, huge, absolutely mm. huge for us. And making sure we've got a really clear email marketing strategy is really, really important. And um, just nurturing the customers and telling the customers a little bit about who we are as people, because that whole thing of people buy from people they know and trust, Mm. if they know you and if you can get in front of the camera and if you can actually, you know, speak to your customers, I don't do it all the time. I probably need to do it more. And I did it a lot more back a few years ago uh, when I had a lot more growth. It made a huge big difference because people could mm. see that you weren't just a faceless brand. Mm. You're actually a real person with a real business, and um, you know you and you're worth supporting. Yeah, well, I would like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I think that's a huge thing. Um, yeah. just not being a faceless brand. And look, if you've got heaps and heaps of marketing budget, and you're a, a brand that's you know got shareholders and lots of the stuff, um, you know that's a different story uh, because you've got budget and you can build that brand through money. But when you when you're small and when you're growing and mm. you're business it's really all about what what is the message that you're trying to share what what are people going to relate to and Mm. how why would someone buy from you opposed to somebody else that bought sells jewelry for example like what are you going to offer um whether it's through supporting a female artist or whether it's your values or whether it's um you know supporting another charity or whatever it is i think it's really important to have those really clear pointed points of difference that you can um, share with your customers And I love that too, because the answer you gave was the thing that doesn't cost money, (laughs) you know, like sitting down and really intimately understanding who your customer is, making sure you own the relationship with your customer, i.e. email list, um, and then making sure that you nurture them and communicate with them. Like that is all the the free stuff, right? Like, yes, absolutely. I understand, you know, you need to drive traffic to your website. And so there will be costs associated with, you know, new customers, all that stuff. But the real game changer is the stuff that is you sitting down, understanding who your customer is, and then you showing up and reminding people that you're a human. 100%. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's so important. Like it really is so important. Is there something you would do, you just sparked a thought, you know, thinking about, um, you know, people showing up online and how different that is to when, you know, we all started a decade ago. Um, But would you, if you were starting a business from scratch today, what would, would there be anything that you would do differently than when you first started? Oh, look, 
I think when I when I first started, I was just throwing things and hoping something would stick. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I think I still am some days. <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. Um, look, I think the one of the things that's made a huge big difference to me mm. is um, learning from other people, like getting yeah. uh, coaches and mastermind groups, and and sort of really talking to people about what's working for them and and learning. And I don't think I really got that. Um, well, I did. I was involved with a few sort of um, coach sort of um, groups, but just really in a specific area. I think I'd probably do that sooner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, just for, for guidance because you don't know what you don't know right yeah totally and so if you can learn from people that uh have done it before or are an expert you can get the knowledge so much faster and there's so now there's so much crap out there you know mm. there's so many cowboys there's so many mm. youtube channels oh this is this and all you know i get ads all the time and i think think my email inbox is full every single day on I'm going to help you generate X number of, you know, sales, blah, 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 blah. It's all crap. Yeah. Like, you know, I I just, but how do you see the wood from the trees? Like how do you see the good ones from the plethora of crap ones? It is really, really hard. And that's why talking to people and finding, getting recommendations from people is so important. So I think that's definitely what I would do differently. Yeah, totally. I think that that's like the the blessing and the curse of social media, you know, a the blessing that, you know, yes, anyone can start a business today. Anyone can put themselves out there today. Um, and it's so easy. But the flip side to that is it means anyone can say anything they want and make any claims they want. And you're right. Not all of them are um, perhaps, you know, living, living what they preach. <laughs> if I hear one more person say, be a seven figure entrepreneur, I'm going to... <laughs> six months or a year with no effort just showing up on on reels yeah just dance on reels and you will be a millionaire (laughs) drives me crazy what a burst your bubble (laughs) anyway it's true Um, but no I love that I love that you know um investing in learning earlier in your niche and getting recommendations from other people I think that that's that's brilliant yeah, and I think, uh, you know, being a lifelong learner, being a, mm. a forever learner is something which I always want to be. And uh, that's, that's you know, you never know enough. Like, you yeah. have to learn. Well, and it changes all the time as well, doesn't it? Like you said, it's yeah. completely different than when you first started. It changes every six months. So, you know, mm. and I enjoy learning. Um, I listen to stuff all the time and I, I do really enjoy it. So, you know, I think that helps a lot. Just, just being um, inquisitive. I love that. And what about switching off? So, you know, we mentioned, I think before we hit record that it's manic leading into Christmas yeah. uh, for most of us. Um, but how have you managed, you know, a family, a personal life, a, you know, not letting the business consume you? Do you have any, you know, insights, wisdom for us serial crazy entrepreneurs? <laughs> Yeah, serial crazy entrepreneurs, yes. <laughs> um, look, I I do think that uh, like my business and my life, my my personal life are very much enmeshed. Mm. And 
and it's not I mean you don't I think when you run a business or when you you're an entrepreneur you don't have a family life and a business yeah I don't think I mean I'm sure everyone's different. That's fine. Totally. Pick your own path, people. Pick your own path, exactly. And what works for some people and what works for others is totally fine. And I'm not here to judge. But for me, um, my 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 world is very enmeshed and mm. um, and it's actually totally fine and I love mm. it. And uh, my son, uh, who's now 11, he has always seen me being an entrepreneur I am very um, uh, present to them. I pick them up from school nearly every day. You know, so I am really present to them. But, you know, he's seen me being an entrepreneur. And guess what? He just started his own little business a couple of years ago. Stop but it. 11? Oh, my God. Now I feel started, like I'm behind in life. What's he doing? He started it at nine. Um, wow. Yeah, so he he's just and he's doing really well he's doing really really well and um he's been on podcasts and stuff as well oh my God, this is funny. incredible and yeah so and it's not necessarily a bad thing him seeing his stuff when we no. talk about things all the time and mm. um, my other son he couldn't care less um he just wants the money he doesn't want to do the work <laughs> the son that's got the the business actually couldn't care less about the money he just really loves having a business that's which is funny. funny um it's just funny everyone's different but yeah just I I think it is important that I do pick the kids up from school and I think it is mm. important that I do have that time with my husband at night you know I do cook dinner and I do do you know those domestic things um I might go back and do work when the kids go to sleep mm-hmm. sometimes I do sometimes I don't um I definitely don't do it as much now than what I did when I first started when I was you know on that treadmill trying to change like you know uh, yeah. survive yes I, um but I just moved to um, Acreage, uh, which is a bit exciting. Oh, and amazing. so my whole life now is so different because we're just, we've got space and mm. I find it's your environment. I didn't realise how much your environment pay, pay, plays such a big role mm. in, in that balance. So I could be working um on my phone out the front in amongst all the gum trees but wow. I'm so relaxed and chilled and not actually feel like I'm working because I'm not at mm. a desk on my computer so there's all those little things where yeah it is um I, I, look I, I wouldn't have it any other way I love it it is very meshed but I'm okay with that <laughs> well and I I do love though that the point about your environment um and, and also it's so it's almost like life design right so you can choose to you can choose your own path right like go all crazy into business work 24 hours a day no stress or you know what just work around kids schedules or yeah. you know find a balance or whatever it is I think you know it is the what gives you energy and when do you show up for work and it not feel like work? You know, I, I do love that. I, um, you know, I try and work by the pool sometimes, right? So I'm like super chill, getting some sunshine. I feel like I'm on a holiday and I'm finishing up my emails, you know, like it's how do you insert those moments in your life and business so that they do all work together? Yeah, exactly. 
look, even when I'm going on holidays, I know my husband always says, you got to turn off, you know, for a week. But I actually quite like just tapping in and, you know, seeing what awesome. everyone's doing and just answering a few questions. It just, I, I don't mind it. Like, yeah, I quite like it. But, you know. And sometimes when you switch off, that's when all the ideas come. <laughs> oh yeah that's right that is right like going going away for a long weekend and all these ideas come that's very yeah. true which yeah it's it's also very so you're you can't switch off ideas. being an entrepreneur can you but no you can't no exactly my brain does work um crazy hours I love but, it I love it I can relate I can relate yeah well I think sometimes people because my son's brain works like that as well but I think a lot of kids and a lot of adults are told that you shouldn't, you should do this and you should do that. Mm. But I guess whatever works for you, if your brain does work like that, embrace it. Mm. You know, it's not, it's not a fault of your brain. Yes. You, know, you may need to, uh, you know, learn some tools or techniques to, you know, calm your brain if, if it's um, manic or if you're mm. anxious or something like that. Um, but, you know, we're, we're born with what we're born with. And I just think, you know, sometimes we just need to embrace our. The way embrace our crazy. Embrace <laughs> our crazy. That's right. I, I'm okay <laughs> with it. I've learned to be okay with it. I love it. I love it. It's so good. Okay. Let's leave the spark community with one last nugget of wisdom. Um, so a lot of people that tune in are women in business. If you could give yourself one piece of advice, reflecting on the years of being in business to a new business owner, what might that be? Oh my gosh. This always puts people on the spot. I really should tell people about this question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought and I had a really good juicy, juicy one, but I'm I'm worried that it's will just be oh, I think good. anything that you say will be absolutely incredible and valuable <laughs> for people. So <laughs> um just don't doubt yourself. Like I think don't doubt yourself and believe in yourself. I think mm. too many women in business or yeah, too many women in business just don't believe in themselves enough and mm. they don't go for those jobs uh that they think that that they'd be great at but they don't believe that they're good enough or they mm. don't start a business because they um you know they're just a bit concerned I just think believe in yourself I love it yeah. I think that, I think if we all bloody believed in ourselves a little yeah. bit more the world would be a better place yeah and you know having confidence is it's actually really hard. Oh, totally, totally. You know, that yeah. whole imposter and all that sort of stuff. Like, mm. it, I'm all over that. Like, I'm kind of, I'm gone with that now because I'm kind of like, well, I've, I've done my time and yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm confident and I'm this and I'm that and I'm very yeah. proud of where I stand. But it's yeah. not like that at the beginning, is it? No, absolutely not. Um, you know, you, it's hard. And I think it sometimes comes and goes. Like, I mean, I know, um, I mean, kudos to you because you've overcome it all. But I think for me, sometimes it like uh, some some days I'm like, absolutely, I know this shit. I'm nailing it. It's awesome. Rah, rah, rah. And then, but then I'll be like, I want to push myself and go into this and this is new and I will be that, oh, can I do that? You know, am I allowed to do that? I don't really know what I'm doing over there. And it creeps back in. And you do have to kind of kick yeah. yourself up the bum a little bit and say, uh, absolutely, I can. I can do whatever I want. Yes, exactly. Exactly. It's having that belief. Yeah. Mm. 
got this girl. So good. Excellent way to end the podcast. You are amazing, Sky. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your wisdom with Spark. Um, my pleasure. Speak to you soon. Another champagne. Please. Please. Not enough. We have not had enough champagne in our lives. That wraps this episode of Spark TV. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That helps other amazing female founders like you find us and grow too. You can also follow along on Instagram at Spark Founders Program for daily business inspiration and DM us with a guest you'd like to hear from next. Or even join our community at sparkfoundersprogram.com. Thank you for being here. And if no one tells you today, you got this.